0: Welcome, everybody, to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a 6 back and talk about three different topics, each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nicholas Wagella, and I'm joined today by Dylan Diesel himself, the Big Toss, Mr. Fix-It-All. How's it going, Dylan? Mr. Fix-It-All. I like that one. It's going all right. You know, a little bit of break here, a little thanksgiving break from my door dashing duties yep <laughs> uh gonna bring that back um no it's it's it feels good to have a break i can't believe it's already november marking what now like five months that i've been here in yeah. michigan welcome back we're glad to have you mainly because of your hot tub but uh, also your presence is cool too um we are and you're right this is going by fast i felt like september and october were so busy that they i don't know kind of i took that in but november has been pretty dull and dead and it is going by so quickly we are marching towards 2022 the year that I had claimed the pandemic would end, and it looks like it's still going to be going on. Yeah, it looks like we might be in an endemic, or just that this is just going to be around. It's here, baby, here to stay. And it's, (laughs) uh, you know, just get your boosters, I guess, and hope for the best. Yeah, don't get COVID like this asshole did, as talking about myself over here. I've gotten lucky so far, at least to my knowledge, I haven't had COVID, but that just seems weird to me, so I bet I have had COVID, maybe I just didn't have symptoms. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised that I had symptoms, even though I have vaccinated, so I had a breakthrough case, but I thought I for sure would have gotten it during it since I was, you know... Not, not social distancing not not at social all. social <laughs> distancing. <laughs> uh, and I social distance a lot, um, but I, you know, in my profession, you, you come into contact with a lot of people. Yeah, even with contact-free delivery. Yes, <laughs> even with contact-free delivery. Um, uh, so, Dylan, we were talking off mic. You got an elliptical, but you're having some elliptical issues. Yeah, I mean, I just I don't know. I it's uh, I ordered an elliptical. You know, I was used to be a big walker, but moving from Arizona, it's cold outside, and uh, yeah, you, basically it's just miserable to walk in. <laughs> so I figured, okay, hey, I'll get like an elliptical. Um, and I ordered this elliptical. Uh, Spent you know a decent amount of money on it, thinking, okay, they're gonna deliver it. I even paid extra so that they'll put it together for me, so it doesn't nothing goes wrong, and I just gonna have it set up. Not only... And then something goes wrong. It, not only is it like two weeks late. I didn't mention that part earlier. Oh, really? Um, they're calling me to schedule the shipment, but they want me to have like a seven-hour window that I have to be available for this to get delivered. And I'm like, I'm not taking work off so I can get this thing delivered. I'm not losing money to get yeah. something that I already am losing money for. And then I already paid $100 shipping for. So... Uh, I am um, in the guess in a negotiation stage right now where I kind of have said, well, I don't have a time for you, so you need to find a time. He's in or, the Karen stage or I'm gonna <laughs> call the company and get a refund because I believe in justice. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, speaking of justice, not there's anything to do with it, but what are we drinking tonight? Well, it looks like we're gonna be drinking three Floyd's zombie dust undead pale ale it's not normal uh 6.5 percent uh looks like that it is brewed somewhere but it does say this on here this intensely hopped and gushing undead pale ale will be one's only respite after the zombie apocalypse created with her own marvelous friends in the comic industry art by tim seeley i don't know who tim seeley is but he probably wrote or uh, drew some comics. I would. I would guess. I, de- I mean, he's definitely listening to this podcast. Oh, for sure. We'll have. We're having a monsoon. And it looks like this is from Munster, Indiana. It tastes like how you would imagine a zombie's flesh would taste. Delicious. Delicious. <laughs> Beer number one. Sports. All right, Dylan over here is a fantasy football fanatic, and we will get to football, that's for sure. But we were, well, over the course of playing some board games last week, turned on the Pistons game and happened to catch what was almost the Malice in the Palace Part 2, where Isaiah Stewart was elbowed in the face maliciously by LeBron James and was bleeding everywhere, and it took an army of people to stop him from attacking him. To stop um, Isaiah Stewart from yes. attacking LeBron James. Well, no, I I have watched no coverage of it. Uh, do not watch basketball really until the playoffs, and then even then, eh, you know who knows. Um, was it, like is have sports anal- people who analyze sports determined that this was malicious? Um, well. D- it de- I think it depends. The, the uh, national media is always going to be on LeBron's side. Local media, clearly. I mean, if you just look at the camera angles, you can see LeBron look at him and then elbow him right in the face with a closed fist and then follow through with his hand. Um, and he, the, you just saw how much blood was on Isaiah Stewart's face. But the NBA, of course, suspended LeBron one game and Isaiah Stewart two games. So they will both, theoretically, they both could be in lineup on Sunday when they play each other in Los Angeles. Oh, okay. I I think it makes sense to, I mean, again, not really a fan here, but like, I think that that suspension makes sense for Stewart to get more games because of the way he acted afterwards, because you can't, you can't just have no control and push people out of the way and run around and cause a big scene. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not so, I'm not offended by Stewart's punishment. I actually was expecting him to get four games, um, But, like, thankfully our rookie Cade Cunningham held him back the whole time, showing great leadership. So, like, nothing did happen to anybody on L.A., even though Russell Westbrook was squaring up like a fucking Irishman fighter. I don't know. (laughs) It's funny. Um, But I think LeBron should have got a little more. Like, any other player would have got a lot more because you caused that much blood and, like, I mean, sometimes when you hit someone in the face, like depending on where you hit them, you just like in boxing or W not WWE, but uh, fucking UFC. Yeah. Um. It just sometimes their face just starts to like gush blood. It just I know, mad. but like it just he. It looked like LeBron got frustrated because the, he were, they were down by 17 points, even though they did come back and win because the Pistons apparently have a hard time closing out games because they were up on the Heat by 12 yesterday in the fourth quarter and they lost. So, <laughs> um. But yeah, we're a young team. Whatever um but yeah i don't know lebron should have got more of a punishment i think um I, i'd be okay with isaiah stewart getting more also like he was out of control and like um uh, went berserk mode but yeah i don't know lebron look lebron just is gonna get whatever he's nba's money maker yeah i you know it, it is what it is uh obviously if it was intentional Probably should have got more. I think the hard thing is how do you determine if it was or not? I think that's probably where the league. Yeah, intent is like impossible to. Well, it's not really impossible to prove in Isaiah Stewart's case, I guess. Yeah, no, it was clear. (laughs) His intent was to go knock knock LeBron out (laughs) Uh, by any means necessary um yeah that was interesting that was intense and uh just glad that uh, the detroit fans didn't start throwing a bunch of stuff in the to the floor because uh <laughs> that was kind of embarrassing the last time apparently a game we were at by the way um apparently um uh, mason who is our like announcer guy that's always been like the Phillips guy um he said when that was going on it's like please do not enter the arena or throw anything onto the arena <laughs> so, was he he's still the guy yeah he's oh, still the guy <laughs> i wonder how much he's how much his like net worth is well, I don't for know. doing that job or what they pay him like he's, he's probably got, he's probably like pretty content like yeah they probably is my pay job. him like at least 100k a year for that right you you'd uh, think i mean i don't know I, I mean i would say yeah probably at I, this point you know he's a legend right billups detroit basketball yep <laughs> is that still a thing at games too yep of course <laughs> i know you haven't been you haven't been to lca yet right no i haven't been to a Pistons game and probably like over 10 years, I would, I would say. <laughs> well, get excited because uh, they're on the up and coming, even though they still only have four wins this year, four and uh, 12 or 13, I believe. But Cade's looking good. We just have a bunch of young people that don't know how to finish games, it seems like, because they go up on people and then fall apart, uh, as is protocol with a young team. But... Um, let's move on to the sport everyone wants to talk about: the NFL, the NHL hockey. We got to oh. talk about these rookies. I'm just kidding. We we can just quickly mention that Lucas Raymond and Mo Sider are the top one and two rookies in scoring, and they uh, the Red Wings are looking good for the future. Thank you, Steve Eiserman. We're thank it's uh, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. By the way, um, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're thankful for Steve Eiserman, I guess. Yep, he's back, leading us to a rebuilding stage that is actually looking really promising. As opposed to our NFL team, the Detroit Lions are yet again winless going into week, what is this going to be, week 13? Week 12. Week 12? Week 12, I think. 0 sure. and one We have one tie, though, so we will not finish 0-17, but Which, this... Honestly, if we go 0-16-1, I almost, and I don't know why, and I know this makes no logical sense, but that, to me, just feels worse than 0-17. it it just feels embarrassing regardless of how you look at it. I hope um. that we finish like 0 12 and 5. And just have like five <laughs> ties, break a record there. You know what the record for? Wins. What are the team record for most amount of ties in a season? It is? can't be more than two. Do you think there's been teams that have tied three times? I'd, I would say no. Um, uh, I would say it's hard to tie twice. It's hard to tie once, first of all. Let's see if we can do a quick little research. <laughs> but the Lions are of course playing on Thanksgiving as per tradition, and they will be facing off against the Chicago Bears who were without their starting rookie quarterback Justin Fields. Andy Dalton the red rifle will be starting. And uh, this is probably the last chance in the Lions schedule last or it is the NFL so any given Sunday, but the best chance they have at winning a game this year is coming on this Thursday, tomorrow or today if you're listening to this today, which it probably will be and they will lose tomorrow. I think we're going to see uh, the Bears just light them up. I think this offense, Andy Dalton looked good, um, and our defense is terrible. I just, I don't, and, but this is a little bias because I'm starting Darnell Mooney and David Montgomery tomorrow, but, uh, and, and Swift. So tomorrow's going to be a big game for me. You know, our uh, defense is not. By the way, uh, the Bears have the most ties by the team in 1932, they had six ties. Okay, well I don't really count it if it's in nineteen thirty two before they let black people play football, probably. <laughs> um uh but uh yeah. The the thing about this I you know what's surprising with the Lions is You have three in nineteen seventy. Okay, that one I will count. Chargers. Chargers three ties, yeah. I don't if don't Alliance break that record, that will be There's a lot of teams that have gotten three ties, surprisingly. That's weird. <laughs> um uh, but um uh yeah, the Lions' defense has actually looked better than their offense, which is hard to do with how bad our defense is. But our offense has just been so pitiful because of our quarterback play. Even though Jared Goff is dealing with an oblique injury, um, whatever, Tim Boyle came in last week and was horrible. Didn't know like he knew what football was. No, he was terrible. <laughs> uh, is, is Goff starting tomorrow, or is it Boyle, or is it a game-time decision? It's probably going to be a game-time decision. At least that's what Jared Goff said it was going to be. Um, I heard that Dan Campbell said that there was uh, a 60% chance that golf plays trending towards 50%, which makes absolutely zero sense. How do you feel about this coach of the Lions so far? (laughs) I mean, like, I, I feel like the team is playing hard. They're not giving up. Um, I think that the coach is making just terrible decisions on fourth downs and field goals and when to go for it and not to go for it. Honestly, I feel like any fourth down, it's just flip a coin. And how is yeah? Like, <laughs> he seems like emotionally he's too invested in uh, those decisions to where I don't trust him making the right decision because he's just going to make the emotional decision. Um, and I don't think that that's what good coaches do. I mean, I think if you look at Belichick, he's very calculated. Mm. Uh, He seems like he knows what he's going to do, um, you know, like 50 minutes before anything even happens because he's, you know, he works hard. I don't know how hard Dan Campbell works. Honestly, this is probably offensive to Dan Campbell. Probably will never meet him. He just doesn't seem like he's that intelligent of a guy. Um, He seems more like a meathead, and I don't know if that's what I want, uh, the person making those decisions. Yeah, I don't know. I liked him a lot at first because he was different, and, like, you know, the Lions, they went – every single way with coaches that you can go and just nothing works because we're a cursed franchise or, or I don't, I don't, I don't know the only thing that's consistent is ownership, but I just don't really understand how ownership plays that much into day to day football operations, but maybe they could, but yeah, I I confused on him last week, apparently running it on third and 14 and then punting with say, like I think he said on the radio, he thought he had a better chance at his defense, forcing a turnover than them making it on that fourth down or something. I don't know, but unless they're intentionally lo- intentionally losing to get a quarterback one pick. <laughs> so we can get a quarterback up not, in here. There's not even a quarterback to get in the I, first like in the first overall, not worthy. There's Kayvon Thibodeau who is who we will probably draft, I would assume You We could also trade back and then draft the quarterback too. Well, we have so. the Rams pick too and there's going to be like yeah. the same caliber quarterbacks then like if you want. Like I think the I don't even know who the number 1 quarterback is supposed to be. They can, they can, i don't either i couldn't tell you one, Corll, i couldn't tell you one player that should be drafted <laughs> at all yeah cave thibodeau there's one for you who's that that is the, the the edge rusher from oregon who has been hurt a lot of the year but um is the consensus number one I'll overall t- pick. i'll tell you with sports the only thing i pay attention to is the nfl that's it i just can't i don't have time for anything else i do other stuff well, there is a big college football matchup this weekend. There is. Are you are you going to Father's house? Um, probably not, um, because I don't want to. Sorry, Dad. Because <laughs> uh, you're not going, right? I don't. I have a wedding. I mean, maybe if uh, depending on. I don't know what time my wedding stuff goes down. So. Well, if you go, I might. But if you're not going, no. Um, <laughs> and also, I don't like Michigan. So. Uh, but Michigan versus Ohio State this week in the annual last game of the season for both of the teams. The line is inching closer and closer to Michigan's favor. Even Michigan State Sparty himself, Mike Valeni, is picking Michigan to win this game, even though no one is picking Michigan to win this game. Um, and Michigan or Ohio State just lit up Michigan State uh, last week, like fifty-nine to seven or something. Who beat Michigan? Who beat Michigan? Uh, because any given Sunday, uh, but. Yeah, big game whoever wins goes to the college football playoff. I I feel like if Ohio State loses, there's still a chance they will go because I know the committee does not want to put Cincinnati, the undefeated Bearcats, in because they don't play in one of the Power 5 uh conferences, I believe. Or maybe they do, but like I don't I don't I don't I, I I'm talking out of my ass a lot with um uh, college football cuz I don't know it that well. I just know what I listen to on the radio, but um yeah. So, I mean, how do you feel about this game? You you obviously don't know, right? <laughs> Michigan's home, right? I believe so. Yes. Um, I you know, hey, it'll be fun for people to play. Uh, I would say if I was betting, I would bet on a blowout by Ohio State. But uh, hey, what do I know? What do we know over here? We don't know smack. <laughs> Ohio State's got like at least two first round wide receivers coming out of a uh, uh, on their team coming into the draft. Or I'm I'm talking yeah for the NFL draft. I did hear about this, which means in our dynasty league they will be in the top five picks probably in Olave and I forget what the other guy's name is. That dynasty league that I'm gonna win this year. Well, let's hope so, Dylan. It's, it's possible. possible. It's, I want that sword. I would like to have. I would like you to win because I would uh like to touch the sword. I'll tell you what. <laughs> it won't be because I didn't try to make it happen. Even though you gave me so much crap for trading Kelsey, I turned it into a pretty formidable team. Yeah, um, trading Kelsey was a good idea because I just didn't want you to trade him to who you traded him to, really. Well, Kelsey's not having that great of a year compared for Kelsey. Yeah, Mitchell is all of a sudden looking vulnerable, even though he has probably the number one overall pick if you were to draft going forward in Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Can we talk about his five-touchdown performance Can last Can we talk week? about how Jeremy lost with Jonathan Taylor on his team? That Jer- is embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I would have called you out, Jeremy, but I was afraid on how you'd respond to me. <laughs> if you hear this... I love you, but, like, I should be able to talk a little bit of shit to you without worrying about repercussions. Don't egg my house. <laughs> we love him. Yeah. Um. Uh, what a performance by Jonathan Taylor. Five touchdowns. That doesn't happen often. 51-point uh, point performance for fantasy football. Um. He's, like, a cheat code this year in fantasy football. He's, like, he's putting up numbers like LT was when I first he's started He's, like, playing. this year's Derrick Henry. No, I'd say it's even different than that because maybe, like, last year, I guess. I I guess. Yeah. I I heard that he's having such a good season. We haven't seen this in fantasy football because he catches as well. Henry doesn't. Right. Since LaDainian Tomlinson. Okay. Interesting. Well, then hopefully Jeremy can salvage his team and make the playoffs even though apparently he has no other players, but yeah he I, I don't know. I, I don't know I mean I don't hold up. let's talk about the booty Bowl for the rest of sports. <laughs> who, who cares? I don't care. All right. Well, <laughs> I, what do you think is going to happen what, if you're predicting right now uh, who's in, who's out, who's got the best odds? Well, I still think Mike Wells has uh, the best team because he has Cooper Cup and Debo Samuel, which are two um, all-stars like like MVP, fantasy football MVP candidates, um, if Jonathan Taylor didn't all of a sudden start going off. Um and uh he's by far on the way the most points in our league, only has two losses. Um so yeah, I would and and it's personally who he, I want to he, win if it can't be myself. He's in. Okay, so he's in. He's he's in, he's in with a win and Well he's in anywhere. Well he's going to be, but he clinch he clinches with a win, I believe. Or uh jeremy and whoever else is the other team tied with him lost then you're uh you're in second seven yep. and four with twelve points. hundred and thirty seven seven and four with the teams that could catch me i have more points than them right now but it's close as in you and uh, whoever the other team is yep uh jeff so i'm gonna say i'm in um even though kamara has just been officially ruled out for tomorrow yeah uh, that, that trade's looking good for me <laughs> um well who do you play you play paul this week with a bunch of people on by um yeah, I play Paul. I mean, I have Paul is not starting somebody yet, but he will. Um who do you what is the rest of your season schedule look like? I don't think I play you play Paul, then you play Joe, but he, it looks like you play him when he's got R- Rodgers and Adams on a bye, so that's, that's pretty... That's und- I think I'm in. That's pretty. Well, he's got hurts though, but yeah, I still think I'm in if he has if he has uh, Adams on a bye. Then you play Carls. Who beat me earlier in the season. And last you you finish out the season with Wells. Okay, so I lose the last week. Yeah, I think I, I need say, I need I'd like, say you're in. I need one more win and points. So Jeremy is seven and four and he has twelve hundred and four points. Sorry for everyone listening to the, you had to hear about our fantasy football no, league. But it's, a, but it's a big deal. The loser of this league gets handcuffed to a mannequin for 24 hours. And I used my holdup, so you can blame me.
1: Um, <laughs> I have no choice in the match.
0: Jeremy plays Wells this week, so he should probably lose. Then he plays Mitchell. I think he could lose that as well. Derrick Henry is not coming back, right, until the playoffs, until the NFL the, playoffs? Yeah. Not That's the where fantasy playoffs. So Mitchell's in, in trouble. Then Jeremy plays uh, Jordan. But that week, Jeremy has uh, he has uh, Pittman and Taylor on a bye. Oh, and Jordan is um, in contention for the mannequin right now. Probably the favorite to be man- handcuffed. So, so that's three losses in the last week. He plays Jeff. Jeremy could lose out. Okay. So I'm gonna say Jeremy's out. Okay. Mitchell. Six and five. The most points, he's got 1,367. It would be hard to catch him. but He's got the most besides Wells, right? Or does he have more than uh, Wells? He has the most besides Wells. Most out of the, the contenders. Mm-hmm. Wells is already in. He plays uh, Jordan this week. He's projected to lose. Oh, really? According to Yahoo. Then next week he plays Jeremy. So he's you know he got one win at least. Uh, then he plays Jeff. He's projected to lose that. And then he finishes the week playing me. So he could lose three out of the four. Oh, that's tough. I don't know about it. His team's good, though. I think Mitchell's out. I'm going to say Mitchell's out. Dylan is just setting up the I, scenario for himself to get in, just I, so everyone knows what's going on right now. <laughs> I, I, I think me and Jeff are probably in. But here, let's take a look. Uh, here's Jeff. Jeff plays Carl's this week. Then he plays Wells he'll probably lose that then he plays Mitchell that's like a 50 50 right and then he plays Jeremy so uh I I would say he's in here's my remaining schedule this is the last contending team I would argue I mean Joe could potentially make it but he's got a loss less uh I played Joe this week and I'm projected to lose with 129 point projection wow Joe's projected for 131. So, Joe is turning into – is Joe is Joe um, possible to make it in? Uh, we'll, we'll look in a second. Okay. And then I play Carl's next week. Then I play Wells, and I finish playing Mitchell. So, I kind of have to – two and two is I, – I probably will – that makes me – You have like to I'm win gonna, out. Like, no, I have to win three out of four. Then we'll put your record at what? Eight and seven. Yeah, I think eight wins is going to – it's the new – you know, eight wins was the this a new seven and seven. Yeah. Cause I made the playoffs at seven and seven yeah. last year. You can, which, you can which, Nor- which, so nine wins get you in essentially Joe plays me. Then he plays you with those players on by, then he plays Paul and he finishes the year playing Jordan. So the so Joe looks like Joe has to win out. He's four and seven. Yeah. But he has points on everybody ahead of him. Yeah. I I'm if I were to make a prediction today, it's Joe just scored a record s- amount of fantasy football points, so shout out to that. I think at least more than we've ever had yeah, scored almost 200. I think it's going to be me, you, Jeff, and Wells. And Wells, and I think that I will be the 3 seed. You think with, you're going to be... You, okay. With more points than Jeff, we'll have the same record. I think we'll both be 8 and 7. Uh, I think you'll probably be like 9 and 6. All right, well, if that happens, Echo, turn on the office lights. That'll be great for you. <laughs> I know this isn't a visual medium, but I just turned the lights on so Dylan can be into the holy grail and make it into playoffs for a second year in a row. Or maybe, I don't know if you made it the year prior, but... Uh, no, I didn't. I, I, I didn't make it the year Jordan won the championship, but I did win. I'm, I'm trying to dynasty. I just want a dynasty. Give me my third. i've been working hard i I, I haven't i haven't worked as hard at fantasy football as i have this year in a long time i've literally been hustling i although i messed up a time or two like that week one against you i should have an extra win if i wasn't an idiot i've just i've gotten really lucky this year like i'm dealing with uh my first round pick being injured which i should have expected but um i love him saquon barkley shout out to you um (laughs) and then winning against you because of random luck and then winning against Jeff a couple weeks ago because of the muth was luth. Did you did you hear last week Jeff started someone on IR? Oh, he just he didn't start someone on IR. He had he someone was uh someone was off IR. He didn't move him out of their IR spot. Oh, he didn't start them, but he didn't drop somebody. I didn't. I thought he started someone on IR. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. He he. We're gonna have to figure out what happens in that situation. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah, I don't think it's that big of a deal, but we, since we don't have anything clearly defined, I guess. But uh, and he didn't. I don't think he used it to his advantage, or did it on purpose. This is true. I just picked up Julio Jones because why not? They yeah. have nobody, and I'm I can I, all right, cool. I got an extra IR spot. Like I'll just yeah. I tried to get. I was. I thought I was being. St- not sneaky but i thought i was being aggressive i went for chicago's defense would you put i put i, I put I, in a bid for that too i put six dollars in and uh joe got it my opponent with eight so uh, i put i'd only put two in just because was like okay paul's probably gonna pick up a defense and i need to if i beat paul this week then gravy train i got eight wins i should have spent more honestly if i if i well we'll see if golf plays i, I think it's you know i think golf's a lot better than boyle um, I don't care. The Lions are so bad; it's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I know. But in terms of like points and fantasy, but I ended up picking up Houston's defense. They play the Jets, and I think uh, Joe Flacco and um, Yeah, it's gonna be Mike it's, White. It's, it's gonna be Zach uh, Wilson. Zach Wilson. So who has not looked good at all? In I, the that starts. should be great for me. Look like the worst of the rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, I should be all right there. Um, we'll see. Superflex league. Um. I've had a little falling off, but I'm still winning my division. I haven't checked that yet. Do you, Do you <laughs> check it weekly? Not really. Do you have startable lineups in? Uh, probably. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not returning. I'll tell you that. I do this every year. I, I join four fantasy football leagues, and I only care about two. So I don't. I just. I just can't. I don't have the mental capacity. I. This is such a busy time of the year for me. In terms of fall, like I'm always doing stuff in September and October, like that I don't have enough mental capacity to check on other leagues I don't necessarily care about, like Dad's league, can't check on that because I don't care. And then Superflex- I have the most points in that league, and I have a losing record. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, I'm just getting fucked in every league. <laughs> I have the most points against in the Booty Bowl too. <laughs> um, who do you think is gonna win the Super Bowl? I think that's a good question. Right now, I have no idea. This is one of the years where um, it's harder to predict, but um, I'm going to say the Buccaneers. Not a bad prediction. Because um, just it's Tom Brady. Like He is Tom Brady. He just figures it out. I'm, I, I honestly, you, I want to say it's going to be a Super Bowl Bucs uh, against New England. <laughs> and give me Tom Brady over Belichick. That would be an awesome Super Bowl. Cuz the, uh, the the Patriots uh, if, have turned I'll it out. I'll tell around. you right now, if that happens, I'm going to bet so heavy on the Patriots. Are you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I just I, there is no way the Bucks are going to lose to the Patriots. It's Belichick will not let that happen. I don't know. Mac Jones is looking good. I don't care. He's a rookie. Yeah? Well, you know who is basically a rookie in their first Super Bowl? Tom Brady. Yeah. We got the new Tom Brady, Mac Daddy Jones, going to win at <laughs> least 10 championships in his career. Oh my God. This I can't. I, I don't know what I would, I don't know what football would be. If, if the, the Patriots, the Patriots dynasty can, can use on for another decade, a 30 uh, year dynasty. And the lions are just over here trying to win a game. Lions haven't won a game. Haven't won a playoff since up, uh, since the year I was born. Yeah. It, I'm not, it's just like, it's almost comical. I have some students who are, Naive. They're like, yeah, the Lions are going to win on Thanksgiving. I'm like, oh, yeah, you think so? I mean, the, the, I think the Lions could win on this. I mean, we could. It's our last chance to. Uh, are we? Who do we play the rest of the season? I think our easiest win or easiest projected win would be um, either Atlanta or Seattle, depending on how you view them, but we're not going to win either of those, I doubt. Seattle sucks. We could beat Seattle. I don't understand what's up with Seattle. Uh, we play Chicago, Minnesota, Denver. Uh, the, the all three of those we could win not uh, gonna... Ari- arizona at we play atlanta we could beat atlanta i said atlanta might be one of the candidates uh, seattle i we could win some of these maybe i even if the packers uh, the last week of the season have already clinched the number one spot or something and they start their backups i still think we lose because i've seen that happen before with matthew stafford as a quarterback when we actually had something to play for well i guess all we can do is wait and see there, boss all we can Well, do. the good news is that the Houston um, Texans won a game, uh, which means that the Lions can still win a game and still lock up the number one overall pick. That's good. That's good. I, although, like, I guess according to what you're saying, like, do we just tribute tri- tri- Is that who we want? A uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, Thibodeau. That's who I want them to, to draft. Is that like a clear cut number one, or is there debate? Yeah, it's pretty much consensus. And you said it was a one. defensive end, yeah, like, like projected to be like a Miles Garrett type. It would be nice to get a Miles Garrett. Did you hear about the story with um the Minnesota Vikings former defensive end? Oh, the one with the domestic abuse? No, not oh. uh, not not Dalvin Cook. There was this guy I can't remember his name, but he basically went on Instagram with a gun. Said he he called the cops and said he had a gun in the house and he fired his gun. He's he's like basically kind of like paranoid, believing that there was someone in his house. The cops came, checked it out. No one was there. And he posts on Instagram that he still thinks people are there. So all day, the Vikings had people, the cops were outside of his house and he's just refusing to come out of his house. Um, Everett, is he, something Everett. Is he on the team still? No, he's, he's retired now, but, uh, this is kind of like a big story today. I didn't hear about this. Um, Everson Griffin. Okay. I've heard of him. Um, let's see sports center. Everson Griffin, uh, who refused to come out of his residence since Wednesday morning, exited his home without incident. This is an hour ago, and is now getting the care that he needs, according to the team. So he's retired. He just was like having a mental breakdown. Yeah, um, what makes you wonder about CTE and what it yeah. does to certain people? Yeah, hey, if you have kids and you let them play football, you're abusing your children. So stop that. Um, Coming from someone who played football, I think if I don't, I don't. I don't necessarily agree with it that hardcore, but um, I would never let my kids play tackle little league football. Like, if they want to play it in high school, I'm not gonna stop them. No, uh, no, we're gonna. Have, I mean, maybe don't stop them, but we're gonna have a serious conversation. Oh yeah, like, give them all the stuff. We're like, gonna have like a serious conversation like once a month about it. Yeah, like I I understand that, and make them be a kicker, just force them to be a kicker. I don't know. It's uh, it's tough because it's you know, I guess I'm supporting a system that has. This, uh, but also they make millions of dollars and they're not forced to do it. but Well, yeah. It depends on if like your kid is like projected to be, Oh no, I know. But yeah, that's a good point. If they're like really, really good, it's different. But like, I don't know you mean, it's if just... they're really, really good. Getting into the NFL is such what, a like, long why, shot. Like still why, subjecting yourself to college why football. Was, like in, and when I played like little league, we had uh, a drill called the bullpen where they would just take mm. two people, give one a football and the other one line up on the other side of it and just had us run at each other as hard as we can. What a stupid idea! And what's kind of psychopathic adults are like? Yeah, come on, hit them harder, run at them full speed. I mean, we're kind of rattle that brain. We're kind of we we understand this, and we're still buying into the system of the product it eventually produces. You know, yeah, but like it, we, the NFL isn't as good as it is without this kind of competition all throughout. Age, you know. I saw a uh, advertisement on. uh, And now the NFL is doing like the Nickelodeon Splash Zone things, like slime, slime zones. Like that's what happens to your brains, kids. (laughs) (laughs) They turn into slime. Um. Anyway, like what I was trying to say here is, I saw an advertisement on Facebook. uh, The um, the American Flag Football League. You could like for a thousand dollars, you can invest in it. Um. And I, you know, it's like a real thing. But I wonder if that's the future. I thought about it for a second. I'm like, oh, should I just throw a grand in there and see what oh, happens? Oh, bro, we didn't even talk about There's a new football league that just uh, started. Michigan Panthers are a team, too. The USFL. What is Uf- USFL? It NFL, used to be an old Stanford. league. We're running out of time here. But um, uh, Michigan Panthers, and there's like eight other teams, like kind of like how they did it. Like... Beer number two, entertainment. Oh, Bella farted. Oh, Dale, uh, we love you. <laughs> Oh, God. That whiff will come to you soon. Um, uh, but, yeah, the USFL is back. Uh, eight teams. They're all playing in Birmingham for this first season so they can make sure they get enough money. But if they do, then, like, Michigan's going to have a team. They don't know where. But Birmingham. Alabama. Okay. Um, but it should be cool. I mean, U- USFL used to be, like, a good alternative to the NFL, apparently. Ooh, just, just got, got the whiff. <laughs> yeah, so I was eating her vegetables, I guess. <laughs>
1: oh gosh that was intense
0: <laughs> she farts like her dad live <laughs> reaction on air to the doggy farts um uh all right well on entertainment dylan entertainment. entertainment and the biggest thing we got to talk about is um and though it's a couple weeks later so i'm not worried about spoilers we got to talk about the movie dune okay um dylan you read the or you're in the middle of reading the first yeah book, I, I read uh far enough into the book uh, i was worried watching the movie i'm like i wanted to wait i'm like but I, i'm gonna say i'm gonna read this and then just not watch it so uh i watched it the movie anyway uh about halfway through the book and i didn't realize that it was only part one i think a lot of people didn't know that yeah they didn't really say it until the movie came out because um, there was never plans never announced plans of filming a second one but um apparently it's supposed to be smart because apparently the book is very long yeah so the book's in like three parts um and uh i'm about halfway through the second part so this was like basically like the first part of the book they they split the book up into three different books basically so, um, th- i wonder if they'll do three i would imagine a trilogy makes sense and then there's like 12 other dune books mm. uh, but apparently so. legend has it that the author died after like book six and then like his son and somebody else continued on writing through book 12 oh i did i wasn't sure i don't know i've only read part of book one the book is amazing um i thoroughly enjoyed it i just hardly find time to read and when i do i try to make myself read nonfiction. um i need to these screens man i gotta get rid of these screens i got too many screens everywhere all the time um uh what my phone, my TV, oh, my computer. They were talking, calling a book a screen. No, oh, I gotta get rid of these <laughs> screens so I can read books because I feel like <laughs> uh, that might be healthier for some reason. Uh, probably. I mean, screens are they, screens are always trying to sell you something. Uh, when books are just content. That, yeah, like trying um, to sell me shares content. of the flag football league. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, but it was. I thought the book was good. The movie was good but i just obviously the book's better but the movie just was kind of felt slow which is weird mm. because of all the great um graphics they had yeah i mean it felt like to me as someone who has not read dune doesn't really know much about it felt a little confusing um also i didn't feel like there was a real a real conclusion which obviously there wasn't because it was a uh, part one but still i kind of felt like you need especially when you're introducing something to a franchise for the first time like, are to, like, an audience that doesn't, like, you know, 90, probably 99% of the people that watch Dune have not seen or read the book. So, like, I don't know if that was the best strategy, to if, not have a thrilling, uh, climactic conclusion when the only thing was that battle. If you haven't seen... It wasn't even a battle, it was, uh, yeah. like, a wrestling it, match. If you haven't read Dune, I can imagine this movie being extraordinarily confusing. Because there's a lot of stuff that they didn't explain in the movie, like what it was doing. Like it didn't explain that the spice is not only addictive, but also like hallucinogenic. Uh, to be, uh, but obviously you could tell, you know, uh, Tim, Timothy Chalamet, um, who's going to be the next Willy Wonka, like a young version, I guess. But whatever, we'll talk about that later. Um <laughs> He kind of is getting all tripped up on this. i actually didn't even realize that spice was hallucinogenic yeah that's why when he's breathing in the air um Mm. but there's so much spice on the planet people on the planet are getting addicted to it um as well so that's why their eyes turn that color i think it mentions that in the movie but um, okay that's why their eyes are blue that's why um uh zendaya's eyes are blue yeah even though the whole thing was advertised as zendaya's gonna be like one of the stars of this movie but she's in it just only at the end really I think and, and I and think in, I haven't read so far ahead, but I imagine she plays and a really Paul's big in Paul's dreams, character. yeah. So like they also kind of don't explain so much. They kind of do that. Paul's character can see the future, or at least different forms of the future that may or may not come true. Kind of like Doctor Strange. Um, it's just it's uh, it's fascinating. Like they kind of didn't go through some of the lore. What's I up guess. with Paul and his mother being able to say anything to people and they do it. Do what they say. So those people are called Janine Barasets, mm-hmm. and uh, I think I'm saying that right. But basically, they're like witches, uh, and they've been trained to do this stuff. They can basically use like a force, if you will. Yeah. Um, and because uh, Dune was Dune came out before Star Wars, like the books at least, like yeah, it, it influenced a lot of sci-fi from what I've uh, what I understand. Yeah. So basically, um, Paul's mom is was the what are they like concubine of the his dad, right? So she wasn't noble, she's was a Janine Barisette, and uh, you know, he was born kind of out of wedlock because they weren't married or anything, and she trained him in these ways, um, trying to fulfill this prophecy, right? Mm-hmm. And then they Janine Barisette spread this prophecy around Dune, so when they arrive, all of the freemen or fremen, is that what they called them? I, think I don't know. I think it's the Fre- Fremen, not Freeman. The Fremen, the people, the sand people, mm-hmm. then are like not surprised when he comes, and they start to believe that he's you know the one. Yeah, he's the Neo. He's the Luke, in a way. Yeah, but you know, and it's 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 good. It's so like the the freaking worms were like that was some cool some cool footage. I really like the opening sequence with the that battle. Um, with the sand, pe- I think they were the sand people, um, and like then the missiles coming down, like that was that was all cool and whatnot. But it felt like this whole movie took place on Tatooine, um, <laughs> you know, like yeah, Star Dune, Wars. Dune, Arrakis, yeah. Arrakis. They don't explain that either. <laughs> they they call Arrakis Dune, really, like that. They don't explain that that's the same fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Like I mean, the movie looked good. Um, I I don't really have any major complaints about how it looked. It just Felt a little slow and a little confusing. It's weird because it felt an, as an outsider. It felt slow but fast. Like they could have, like honestly, there's so much stuff that they could have kept in here that they took out, and then they got most of it though. But they didn't. I feel like they didn't. They got it, but they didn't give it justice. Like it, they didn't explain it. I mean, this is. It, if did this end right at the end of book one in the, in the yeah, book? Yeah. Okay. So imagine there'll be two more. Yeah. So it it felt like a book one you know like it which if that's what they're going for they probably should have i feel like they should have announced that there's going to be multiple movies but they're probably relating or waiting for the success or non-success of this one because yeah. i mean they got enough they got just enough i think to make another one so and if people like the second one then they will definitely they're gonna have to go get on board. they're gonna have to i don't know you don't know how the second book ends right because you're only like halfway through it no i think things pick up though and by book we're meaning seen. like old time we're like one book is like separated into three essentially major chapters like it felt like the the first arc of a story you know like i don't like it didn't feel like a i didn't didn't get the payoff at the end that i was like what am i where am i what, like how long is this movie i'm waiting for something to happen yeah no um for sure we didn't see too much really honestly and it went by fast it went all went by so fast all of the scenes in the book that were like the best scenes were just like Boom, moved on. I feel like they they focused on the wrong stuff, I think, but it was still okay. Yeah, It wasn't the worst movie I've seen, and I didn't see it in theaters either. So, I, yeah, but. I kind of wish I would have because, like you said, screens—it's too easy to too, multiple screen it. Like, uh, look at my cell phone while I'm watching a movie on HBO Max, and that seemed like a movie that would have felt a lot better in theaters, and I would have understood a lot more if I wasn't distracted because I didn't. It was kind of you know slow. You know, I would have been forced to pay attention. Which is the difference. Like, Let's talk about that for a little bit. Because now that there are a bunch of movies that are coming out direct to streaming or eventually to streaming, like I just watched Legends of uh, Shang-Chi and uh, I loved it, but um, that's also a movie that I didn't watch in theaters that I probably should have. You haven't watched that yet, have you? Um, uh, I would recommend it. Um, one of my favorite Marvel movies that I've seen in a long time that wasn't um, Infinity Wars or Endgame. Uh, probably... Like that, the Spider Man ones I like a lot, and then this one probably comes right next. Have you is a new Spider Man come out yet? We will talk about that in a moment. Okay. Um, I haven't seen a movie in theaters in a while. I saw one movie since the pandemic in theaters. I cannot even tell you what it was. I can't. It was an. I don't know what it was. I feel like it might have been a comedy. I haven't. I've only seen Black Widow and. Um, like a movie with mom, and I think I ran movie with Vince, but I don't, nothing, nothing super memorable. I'm down. I mean, I want to go. Oh, no, I actually, no, I saw Anthony Bourdain's documentary too. That was, that was awesome. And any, anyone who's listening should go see that for real. I'm listening. Um, but that sounds like something I'm not going to go see in theaters because it's a documentary. I mean, in anyway, <laughs> where, whenever you can watch it, it sounds like it's still out anyway, but go watch that movie somehow. It was really cool and i love anthony bourdain i gotta see the eternals that's that's also like you know this is the start if we're gonna let's switch to marvel for a second like this is the start of the next sequence of marvel you know Um, oh great (laughs) yeah well it's like you know i mean i think we can both agree they did an incredible job wrapping up that first uh they did i just don't
1: want to keep
0: watching more superhero i just i mean i get it it's fun it's light it can just go on forever, especially if you—I mm. don't know. I just—maybe I I, maybe I need a break. That's what it is. And then, like, yeah. I, I'm not going to say they're not good because I'm sure they are. They're probably the same as the other ones. But, like, I don't know. My palate just wants something different. shang uh, chi's felt a lot different than any of the other Marvel movies and got also, like, you know, some of the same stuff, but— um. And I, I just, I, I don't want to, I won't spoil anything for you, but there's the the final act of that movie is fucking so visually stunning, and so cool, and just so magical, and not like other Marvel movies. Um, but and also like the whole, there's not really a love interest in this one, <laughs> but there, but you kind of like assume there is, like Aquafina. You know Aquafina is no, uh, well she's this comedian slash rapper um a girl that i don't know she has this show called aquafina is Nora from queens it's on hbo max that i I actually might know who this is yeah she was on snl for a while probably okay Mm. but like the whole time i was watching like is this his girlfriend and it's like no it's just his friend that like is tagging along with him like you know i've been so programmed in the brain to assume this is a love interest and no it's just a friendship thing like oh okay cool like i don't get to see that often you know that is kind of cool i'll give I'll give you that and it's like so much like um like the fight scenes in it are better than any fight scenes I've seen because they're all like super like uh, kung fu and stuff and like there's just one scene where they're like fighting but it's like they're dancing like it's it's just really I just really liked it I'll, I'll have to maybe is it on hBO max still it's on Disney plus oh Disney plus all right maybe I'll have to check it out how are they um Recording views or uh, like box office money with the streaming? Do they have a formula for that? I don't know if they exactly know, um, and or if people know how they know. I don't think it's a, a like a, I don't, I, I don't know. So <laughs> I guess, <laughs> you know, like I don't even know how people do stuff in the normal world. Like, and I'm thinking about like radio stations. How do they know how many people are listening? They, I mean, they probably have, um a device that records that it records what receiver is randomly on like i don't understand how you can record what receiver is receiving frequencies i imagine that there's probably some kind of code that's written in that tracks i guess i don't networks. know exactly how um radio waves works i feel like it just broadcasts out into the other it doesn't return signals well i'm sure it makes a. Con- it's got to make a connection of some kind that goes both ways i would imagine the, the, like, a, like a phone call right I, w- I would imagine that that's how it would it works right because it keeps a stream. You know on. that's one of the things in the world that's really hard for me to comprehend. Like there are a couple of things in how like I just just reconciled with how refrigerators work. Okay, like I get that now, <laughs> but <laughs> like like oh, like with the freon. Well, it's more than freon. Um, it's evaporation really. Like, makes sense. Evaporation makes things cold. They evaporate stuff. It makes it cold. I think Freon kicks it in a little bit. But, like, you know, Freon doesn't just last the forever. Fan, the fan pushes it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pump the hot air out, you know. Okay. But I don't like radio, like, connecting back and forth, like, Bluetooth. That shit, I just, I don't know. It's a lot. There's a lot of, like, just think about, the, just thinking about the internet, you know. That's, yeah. That's crazy. I, I'm i not smart We're in a simulation, it. man. Just... I had to take a uh, career aptitude test, um... Through DoorDash the other day, (laughs) and uh, I had to have all my customers do it as well. Um, But uh, through that process, I told it gave me job suggestions. Yeah, and uh, my number one job suggestion was therapist. Not therapist. Sorry, no psychiatrist. Sorry, sorry, serial killer. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Fuck you. No, it was it was like a psychiatrist. Which what is, is the difference between a therapist and a psychiatrist? Psychiatrist. Just for our listeners, not because uh, I don't know what it is. I definitely know what it is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is what I think it is. If I'm wrong, then I apologize. But uh, therapists, right? Uh, less education. You can uh, do therapy. Psychiatrists can prescribe medicine. They're a doctor. Okay. That's a big difference. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I think it'd be fun to be a therapist, but you know, I don't. I, I feel like a lot of it's just listening to people, but who knows? Obviously, there's more to it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of weird, different therapies out there that they can do, like just weird stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> like no, way, like 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 using like strobe lights and different tap. Like there's that feels there's- like that sounds like psychotherapy. There, but some of it is like research backed. It's weird. Yeah, the world is weird. Humans are weird. Everything's weird. So is the Marvel universe. Uh, there is a movie The Eternals that's out now. I'm assuming you haven't seen that. No, nope. um, I don't really have any high interest to see that other than Rob Stark is in it. But, um, I'm I'm probably gonna wait for that to come into Disney Plus also, until the one movie that is coming out that I'm actually interested in seeing in. Spider Man No Way Home, which looks like it's going to be, I don't know, probably one of the best Marvel movies because it's introducing the multiverse, um, which is, I think, going to be where the next phase of this eventually goes to. Where there's multiple universes? Yeah, because, like, you get um, Alfred Molina playing Dr. Ock back in it. Um, Not confirmed yet, but it looks like Green Goblin's definitely in it, but I don't know if it's going to be Willem Dafoe. Um, And then the big reveal that they haven't revealed yet which I would I, I know everyone's going to be super disappointed that they don't so I feel like they have to that Andrew Garfield and Toby Maguire are going to be in it reprising their roles as their own in Spider-Man's too which would be just I mean that would be just so wasn't the big problem that Toby Maguire was like demanding a ton of money or something I uh... and he should you know. Yeah, why not? I mean, like, what, are you going to do this without him? Yeah. Oh, you're not going to put me in <laughs> like a movie? Have, okay, I'll just chill then. Like, it's hard, it's hard for me to imagine them not being it, considering, did you see Into the Spideyverse, the, the like, uh, comic kind of looking one, like animated one? Yes, that one was good. Yeah, so I, I'm assuming they're taking it, like, from this, kind of, without, like, some of the, you know, things you can only do in comics, like with the pig Spider-Man and, you know, silly stuff right. like that. And Jake Johnson being... As a Nick from New Girl, being the uh, old Spider-Man, which great casting, but um, uh, yeah, and you have an Alfred Molina from the original Spider-Man's, you have a Jamie Foxx from the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man's, like how can you not have this whole thing? Like you gotta have those two in it. Like I don't care how much money it costs, Disney, you're Disney, pay him, <laughs> pay him a uh, fifty million dollars. I don't give a shit. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I I would probably go see that one because I've seen all the Spider Men, and I, think, I like that individual one. I like the Batman's a lot too, but they're not. Are they? Hopefully, they don't remake those for a while. Well, they are right now. Yeah, they're one coming out soon. <sighs> I just feel like it was so the Christian Bale ones were so great. Yeah, well, I mean, they followed all that up. They followed that up with. Well, I didn't really like uh, the Dark Knight Rises, but the other two were really good. And the Dark Knight is like, you know. Until Infinity Wars and then came out end game end game came out was the best superhero movie. But <laughs> um uh y- you won't do you know anything about this next um uh, uh Batman? Uh no idea. I have no prior knowledge on the next Batman at all. Do you know who the next Batman is? No. Nope. Uh Ben Affleck? He mm. was one at some point, right? That I, you know, Dylan, I think that's what ruined the like DC was making Ben Affleck the freaking Batman because I don't you might like Ben Affleck but he's not Batman no he's He's not not. Batman he's definitely not Batman um I'm trying to think of who would be a good Batman oh I'm excited to tell you who it is because I really like this casting choice and a lot of people don't but I really do uh is it Vin Diesel yep no it's Seth Roken (laughs) was <laughs> it really? No, it was not Seth Rogen. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. This I think Seth comic? Rogen was just cast as an animated Santa Claus, which is funny because he's a Jew. But And I think he was making jokes about it on Twitter. <laughs> I like Seth Rogen. Uh, I just, I, a movie I want to re-watch is Sausage Party. So I remember how fucking funny. I saw that was. in theaters and I was like, damn, this went really hard at the end. It was so funny. <laughs> um, what? Uh, Who is it? Who's Batman? Okay, let me... Let me give you some clues. Okay, so think of a character that's uh, well known for bats, or think of a subject or, or, or genre that maybe a, 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 um, a like a horror type villain that um, is associated with bats. Some kind of Dracula. Yes. I don't know who Dracula is. Oh, well, what is Dracula? I don't know what Dracula. is. What is he? he's a vampire what actor do you think of when you think of vampires oh is it gonna be the um guy oh i know who it is i just can't (laughs) think of his name uh he's in twilight yep robert pattinson oh i think i did actually hear cedric diggory himself i like that casting because of his his prior experience (laughs) playing a vampire which is associated with bats i think it's cool i think he can pull it off um uh, and, uh, yeah, just be more, a lot more believable than Ben Affleck. You know, I'm sure people didn't really think of Christian, Christian Bale as being a good Batman from everything he's done before, which yeah, I don't even really know what he was. he in like the machinist and, um, some other stuff. I don't know what else. Robert Pattinson seems like a rich boy, you know, um, let's get a Matthew McConaughey back. <laughs> Uh, he's out uh, busy running for governor, possibly, in Texas. So, <laughs> Oh, really? Uh, yeah, we'll get to that, I guess. I could see him winning that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so can the polls. Oh, really? <laughs> even o- even over Beto <laughs> and the for incumbent. For Senate, then? No, no, for governor. Oh, is Beto Be- going Beto's run? Run- running for governor, too. Interesting. I, I My politics are so ignorant right now, for the most part. There's very few things I've followed. <laughs> I've just been so focused on work. But, I mean, I don't I don't really have much faith in D, in the DC universe that they're trying to make um, because of how not good everything's been so far. Um, but, you know, I, did you watch Justice League? Nope. Did you watch Aquaman? Nope. Yeah, see, I haven't watched any of that shit. Mm-mm. I watched Batman vs. Superman and was laughing at it with I, how dumb I, it was. I heard Aquaman was awesome. I watched a little bit of that and was like, I don't think this is that good. Um, Jason Momoa, he was in Dune. He's Aquaman. Yeah, that's that's what I remember. Maybe people liked it just because he's hot. Yeah. Jason Momoa is cool. I like him, but, you know, obviously like him from Game of Thrones and how obsessed I was with that. He wasn't... Oh, he was Drago. Dra- Kyle Drago? Kyle yeah, Drogo, yeah. Dr- Kyle Dr- oh, Draco Drago? Was Draco Malfoy, right? Draco Drago? <laughs> Imagine Cal Drogo's Draco Malfoy. Harry <laughs> Potter playing a kid. Making <laughs> <laughs> mean joke over here. Speaking of that, uh, I think 20-year anniversary since the first movie... Um, is this year. Wow. Um, I, you know, I might be due for another uh, Harry Potter rewatch. I rewatch them probably at least once or twice a year because the movies are just so good. It sucks that J.K. Rowling's a turf, but... Yeah, I mean... I, you know, that Maybe we save that for politics, <laughs> but... Uh, you know, I think... I think at some point you got to separate the art and the artist. And oh, trust me. I have a brand new tattoo on my arm that I got and, uh, this year. <laughs> Those are some good movies. I uh, haven't read all the books, but I know that they're good they're books. Good, they're good books, too. Um, yeah, the movies were, you know, a big, a big uh, part of our childhood, really. You know, growing up, uh, watching them, for me, reading the books was, it meant a lot and shaped a lot of what kind of movies I like and what kind of Genres of anything I like, yeah, I read the first f- three and a half, I just couldn't make it through that fourth book for whatever reason. oh my favorite one um, we are really different people, huh I, most people <laughs> from my understanding don't really like the fourth book, really I don't that's, think so i that's what I was told from some people I don't fourth remember books it. like when it when it starts getting real, man like because you know how the you've obviously seen it all like yeah that book introduces like somebody dying at the end Cedric Diggory Robert Patterson tying it in a neat bow right here uh dying at the end and like it's kind of like scary reading it like I remember reading it in like sixth grade or something like damn this is a lot to handle someone's cutting open like something like you know sacrificing blood into a fire killing uh Cedric Diggory Harry Potter's all of a sudden just teleported somewhere after winning what you think is the tri-wizarding tournament and then it just like in this little final like Final climax right there. That was fucking sick. That was awesome. I, thought, I don't know why that movie, too, is just rough to watch. The movie is not... I think um the first two movies, I think, are... Uh, my favorite movies are the first two and the last two. Um, the first two just followed the book so, like, perfectly. They, they only think... You know, do you know the only thing they really left out? What's that? Um, they never mention in the movies at all the poltergeist. Um, peeves. The, what is a poltergeist? So there's a poltergeist. So kind of like uh, the... The little the girl in the bathroom. Um,
1: what no, that's Mary a ghost. or whatever that is? They okay. have all
0: the ghosts. They have like nearly had this neck and. What is the moaning, difference between mo- a poltergeist and a ghost? Uh, actually, I'm going to look that up right I now. I imagine it's poltergeists can like possess people. Would be my guess. Uh no, I think I think um. Uh, hold on, let me see. A ghost or other supernatural being supposedly responsible for physical disturbances such as loud noises and objects thrown around. Okay. So I don't really know the difference. I need more definitions here. Um, I don't know. It sounds like a ghost. That's, it sounds like a noisy ghost, but I thought it was something that haunts like specifically a place. Which I guess ghosts do too. I don't know. I don't know, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I remember <laughs> watching that movie, Poltergeist. Yeah, it was one of my first, like, favorite scary movies. And not that I watched it a lot, just it had an impact on me. I don't even remember what happened. I just remember the kids sitting in front of the TV. They get sucked into the TV yeah, world. Yeah, it was scary. There was, like, some closet scene. It was, it was weird. That's a classic. I remember uh, Critters. Oh, I remember Critters. Yeah. Remember the, like, a little, like, a. Uh, like Furby looking things. Then also like the evil leprechaun. Oh yeah. Those were, I don't, we should not have been able to watch those. Oh yeah. They were not appropriate for us, but I just uh, saw like a screen cap on like Twitter the other day of like one of the leprechaun movies where like, it's like somebody teaching somebody how to use a bong for that movie. Oh (laughs) really? Like, why are we like, I'm like, I don't remember this, but I probably didn't understand what a bong was when I was like eight years old. Yeah, well, we also got to watch like Cabin Fever too, um, which inspired Remember Cabin when, in the Woods. When your dad made us watch The Faces of Death. Yeah, that was messed up. That was messed up. Terrible parenting, father. Oh, terrible parenting. <laughs> I, wait, I don't. Did he make us or did we rent that? And I think watch he. It? I don't care. He should not have let. I mean, I'm very happy that our parents let us do whatever we want. But like, oh yeah, that was like we uh, might need some context. I forgot about this. Yeah, Faces of Death was basically. Like, video of people around the world killing The one that other. always sticks in my head is a bunch of rich people with a monkey sitting around, like, head in the table, like, with all these heads there, and they're just taking turns hitting it with a hammer and eating its brains yeah. while it's alive. What is that? Yeah, I <laughs> don't know. Why? Why is that even in a video? Honestly, I got reminded of this, because I hadn't thought about it in a while, but I was watching The Simpsons, and Mr. Burns is eating a monkey head. And I was like, oh, shit, I remember watching this. Then there, there was also, <laughs> like... uh I feel like there was sacrifice in there like I, a lot of it um I I like I heard this somewhere but a lot of it was um not real. Oh, that makes sense. But, but the monkey shit was definitely real cuz it was old and you cannot make it look that good. Faces of Death 1978 was the first one. It was banned due to graphic content in countries. Um, I feel like I got to like watch this now. I don't, I don't have any interest in ever watching that again. I just, am. I can't even this watch fucking in, this made 35 million in the box office. I mean, when I was in LA, I went to the death museum, but that was when I was 21. And that was disturbing. Like looking at all these things like of serial killers and like and John Wayne Gacy the clown guy. Like I was just, I don't know. I don't. It's weird putting yourself that close to shit that people actually went through. When my life's been relatively peaceful, <laughs> so yeah, been blessed. Got uh you know, been blessed. I'm so blessed. I'm blessed. Stay blessed. Stay blessed. <laughs> What is that from? Stay blessed. Um, well, is a skit, right? Stay blessed. Um, uh, it, it's in a, uh, it's in New Girl. Oh, that might be. That's, <laughs> that's what, what I think like, stay, yeah. stay blessed. That's what it is. That's what I'm remembering it from. Stay blessed um yeah well that just brought me back down memory lane faces of death y'all we used to rent it from the movie store next episode of well that sucked faces yeah <laughs> we'll come back for one episode disturbed we might we might have to we might, we, you know we'll see we'll just release it under the split six name <laughs> Yeah, I uh, there are a lot of things our parents did that I probably wouldn't do as a parent, but also we all turned out okay, I guess. So yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it was we got a lot of choice. Like we didn't really have anything restricted from us. That's good, I think. I think you know, who knows? (laughs) I'm not. It doesn't really matter. The world's ending, as we will get to in the next topic. The world's ending. (laughs) We're talking about climate change. Starfish are dying right now. Are they? Oh well, well. we only got like. All right. So, what else is is there anything else coming out that you're excited to look forward to? I don't know about coming out. Uh, I've been watching The Sopranos. Um, almost done. I gotta be honest. So, I don't think it's as good as people say it is. I don't either. It's okay. And I've only seen. It's good. Four episodes. And <laughs> the first I, in the I'm, on season five, I'm having a hard time staying focused when I watch it. And when I really like something, I watch it. Um, Beer number three, politics. All right, Dylan, we are on to politics. Um, uh, Anything going on in the political world these days? Oh, I gotta tell you, not too tuned in. I mean, there's a couple things, obviously. You probably are better at leading us into this than I am. So NASA just launched a rocket aimed at a uh, asteroid. I know this one to try to deflect it for the future if an asteroid does come to Earth. What a stupid fucking thing we're doing! Do you think so? Yeah, I do. We're so we're spending three hundred twenty million dollars to send. Uh, they're calling it DART um, to send a spaceship seven million miles away. To hit an asteroid that is not going to hit Earth, to see how far, uh, basically, we're trying to get the mathematical equation of how hard we have to hit something to move it out of the way. I don't think that's a dumb idea. I just think it is like one. This sounds like the start of uh, a horror movie. Oh, we're gonna accidentally hit hit it, it, and it's gonna then somehow come (laughs) back and hit us. Number one, number two. I'm just really tired of us spending money on things that are not giving people healthcare. Etc., who fucking cares? An asteroid comes and hits us, whatever. Um, kind of a little out of our control at this point, but right now, well, is we, it though? That's what we're trying to figure out. I mean, out. maybe not, but like, can we just start spending our tax dollars on things that are like on, on real? The, on the scale of things that we spend our tax dollars on? This is one of the ones that I do think is okay. Like, I think we can do everything else, it just uh, you know, there's other things that are more important that we are. And, this is an important thing, I think, because the odds of us getting hit by an asteroid are a lot higher than they, not. So they would I then the report I saw is that according to NASA, we in, like there's nothing even close to hitting us in the next several centuries. Well, also you can't see stuff that is coming from the sun until it's really close, because the sun obscures it. So like there was an asteroid that just came really close to us that we didn't know about until like it was like i don't know like 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 a week away fair enough i just you know it is what it is i just i i guess i the worst miscalculation of funds but like maybe the military industrial complex might i be what i really definitely agree but it's just like you know it's not you can't just say like one thing over the other you can but like i'm just so tired of our government wasting money and in everything like. Schools waste money, districts waste money, unions waste money. I fucking waste money. Point is, like, <laughs> I just, at levels of government, give me some, give me healthcare. You know, that's what I want. Give me, you know, why, also, why is healthcare separate from dental and vision? Give me my fucking healthcare that mm-hmm. I need to survive. Yeah. Before you send something to an asteroid to see how far it moves. I, I like I like things that advance science, but I understand where you're coming from. Um but uh I wouldn't like let, the, let I wouldn't want like, do it. I mean he did pay for some of it, I believe, but fuck Elon Musk. Um <laughs> but like, yeah, like the military industrial complex is fucking out of control and uh, pointless really. Um I I think I would rather take the billions of dollars in that than the 300 million from uh this 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 project that could avert a complete this catastrophe. Which, maybe a catastrophe is what we need. I don't know. I don't you think know, we, we need, Definitely, we don't need an asteroid to hit the planet. Humans yet. came out of an asteroid hitting the planet, you know. We wouldn't exist if an asteroid didn't hit our planet. So maybe something better would come out of this. I mean, maybe. I You know, humans have a reckoning coming at some point, and I... It uh, might be... It's pretty... We'll pro- unless an asteroid hits, it's probably going to be self-imposed. <laughs> Oh, for definitely. I mean, it it certainly will. Um, and it's not going to be a nuclear war. Destroying it's, it's, the it's planet. just going to be climate change. Did you see the thing Jeff Bezos said recently? Uh which thing? <laughs> he said in the in the future, um, you know, Earth's going to be like this place. And most humans are going to live in space, and Earth's going to be like a a destination for people to go to to take vacations on. And I'm like, so okay, stupid. that is um. Uh, Sounds like you're gonna try to ship all the poor people up to space. It's, it's just like, uh, <laughs> like, like, like what? Like everyone's afraid that they're not afraid, but like thinking like they're building these rockets to leave the planet. No, well, they're, you, they're they're building these rockets to make everyone else leave the planet. Did you hear what he said uh, after he came down from this like the Blue Origin flight? What he's getting interviewed and he said, you know, being up there in the atmosphere, you can see it and you just realize how thin it is and how important uh, the environment is. That's why I think we need to move all industry to space. I think, I'm like, your industry is destroying the world. Oh my it, God. Moving it to space is definitely not the answer. It's just invest in renewable energy. What? It, how could someone so rich be such a fucking idiot? Unless he wants to move all of the workers to space so he can have Earth to himself. Yeah, probably. Which I mean, sounds, like, I didn't hear that. Like, but, so that, whatever, whatever, I, what I just said. You know that, that he said like kind of sounds like he wants all the poor people to live in space yeah it's 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 insane also you're just you run a delivery service basically how does that work <laughs> if all the workers are in space i mean he's not he's not i think he's not the ceo anymore so yes uh, it's still his little brainchild but like i just don't it's it's frustrating to me and it's tough because like i myself someone who is very involved have kind of become less involved uh especially the last six seven months Mm -hmm. um it's hard oh you're not working for the doordash union anymore um it's just hard to be involved in politics um and have any enjoyment in life it's probably purposefully uh, that way uh and that sucks Um, unless you have enough money where that's your only that's your job you know like then Obviously it's going to be hard to it's already hard it's hard for me to make a podcast and maintain a social like you know if I didn't have any friends I'm sure I could do this all the time and along with my job but yeah no it's a lot to put it's a, it's hard to do anything that you're not getting rewarded for Yeah um and I uh I don't know I will see I I am not sure where the state of things will go um but hopefully soon I will have my batteries recharged and I will get back in there. Scientists in the U.K. just declared octopuses and lobsters sentient beings and say we shouldn't boil them alive anymore. How do you feel about that? Um, I think that this is tough. I mean, here's the thing. Should, uh, should we or should we not boil them alive anymore? <laughs> I, I Well, here, this, it's a greater philosophical question. I, we've had this debate. I believe that basically, uh, my I guess you call them religious beliefs or, or whatever. I think anything, uh, plants, animals. I think it's all alive, and I do think it's all conscious. Even though we can't tables, we we can't record it. Not a table. Tables not alive. Um, but I was reading a, an article that is was making a claim that even our, uh, like individual cells have a level of consciousness, which is kind of amazing to think about um that a bigger conscious being could be made of smaller conscious beings but um either way so like well let me let me, let me make this clear they're not saying you shouldn't or that you don't need to kill them or anything but you shouldn't torture them by boiling them alive so they're just saying you just kill them first you cut their head off yeah something like more peaceful death i i mean yeah does that change the quality of the food at all i don't know well, if it does, I, I, then there's definitely something going well, on I, there. I think a good, uh, <laughs> a good uh, philosophical debate is uh, in Jewish and Muslim cultures, um, there are scriptures that describe how food needs to be prepared. So you got kosher and you have halal, right? Right. Uh, and part of that is uh, the way the animals sacrifice. So I know in, at least in uh, Muslim cultures – uh, the way that it's supposed to happen is the animals supposed to be alive and you're supposed to slit their throat and drain the blood out. Mm. Um, and there are a lot of countries right now, countries that recently have had a lot of uh, Syrian and Yemenis refugees move to them that have banned um, these practices, saying that they're inhumane to the animals. Uh, and then and also saying that they should use a stunning method, which knocks them unconscious. And at least in Islam, uh, it is against... Um, the rules, if you will, to have an, an animal be unconscious when you are sacrificing them, um, so they know they de- they're dead. I don't I don't know what the reason is exactly, but uh, the point is, I think it becomes a greater debate as if you know it, it, our country is doing this for the animals, or are they doing it to be anti-Muslim, you know, uh, or anti-Jewish because um, these are Christian nations that are doing this. Uh, why did, and it's a, why did it's a, Christianity get so powerful? Uh, it's a, I mean, There's a lot of different things. I mean, but like Europe, colonialism and Europe is where Christianity thrived. And, uh, you know, the great explorers, if you will, great colonizers or great exploiters is probably a better term. Come to North America, South America, colonize it, take their resources. That creates wealth um and right, uh, but why didn't any anyone else do this like any of the other main religions i'm sure they had their own evil shit. but it seemed like christianity came and just plagued the world all of a sudden i have, I have a theory and i think it was like the reason uh like european settlers have uh, kind of taken over the world um well there's i mean there's a lot of debate on this but you know there's a guy named jared diamond um and he has a book called guns German germs and steel so the european explorers trying to get spices from india and china that's how we tie it back into dune well they try to get spices from india and china <laughs> uh there was the ottoman empire in between which is an islamic empire and they were charging traders for going on the silk road right so uh they the explorers try to find another route and you know columbus and others try, like hey let's go west and they find the americas and they conquer them really easily because 90 percent of natives die from the germs they weren't exposed to they yeah. had steel etc uh and that creates more wealth why weren't the uh explorers exposed to any of the other germs that they weren't exposed? exploring it's just a random luck of the draw uh so like like new world uh diseases yeah like you know, like you know, I'm sure there were some sure, I actually don't know the answer. To I'm sure that. there were some like kind of pathogens that Native Americans had that should have been theoretically passed to the white people that came. Yeah, I would imagine they probably weren't as bad as like smallpox or the Black Death though. So just like random they, maybe probably, maybe, pro- maybe luck, probably. Or maybe I mean I don't I don't know this at all, but like maybe uh Native American or indigenous people I should say uh society didn't live in the way that people from the I don't know if I'm saying this right, the Renaissance era. Like I know like when the black was that that was not when the black like when was the black like the middle just, middle ages? Just before the Renaissance. It's like the Middle Ages where they like lived And during a little bit. Very, the Renaissance is fucking fake anyway. You right. I know you were telling her this, but um uh like where they live very compacted and very dirty and like, you know, shit everywhere, not showering. I don't know if it was maybe different from Native American life, but like I don't really I don't want I, I keep saying Native American, but um indigenous people life. Uh, maybe i can say native american because i'm referring to you're talking about the united states you can say native american well i'm I'm referring to all of the americas it could be a broad term i think like north and south it's not i don't think it's a big deal just to make your point um uh but i i don't know why i would assume they were cleaner than the dirty ass europeans but um uh i I mean i don't it wasn't necessarily that right because the black death started in i think like china right so like the mongol empire that grew one of the things they would do to their enemies especially in europe is they would take infected death black death bodies and they'd catapult them into the cities they were going to invade uh, so it's just like the separation of the oceans like you know that, yeah yeah that's what that's what stopped them from spreading viruses now i don't know why different viruses weren't as strong in the americas it's probably uh, just random shit pro- it's probably you know genetic luck i guess mm-hmm. um Oh, there are a hundred million people there so I, I, who knows i don't I mean, there probably was something i just i'm not right educated i mean you don't know you can't right. know everything in world history right history is written by the winners so i don't think so i think history is written by the people who write history which are normally mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, come from the same side I, as the winners but the thing is though like it all depends on whose history you are pushing right so it's not necessarily the winners it's what does a society decide, hey, we're going to push this? Yeah, that's true. And that's... Uh, so Which I, is the winners, right? Not always, though. Because, cause, like, I would argue that Vietnam won the Vietnam War. But when we look at the Vietnam War, we, we the losers are the ones whose history is being presented. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think it's uh, that's kind of like a fallacy, Like, that saying is kind of... A well, map. we're kind of going through this in America right now with people pushing against... Um, uh, Critical race theory, which is just actual American history, but like if they ended up winning, end up winning, and like we don't get to be able to teach American history, then I mean, I guess you're right. It's not the winners. It's just whoever had the most political power or something. Really? Maybe who's? It's not who it was told by the writers. It's, it's told really, by it's told it's, by politics. It's, it's oh! told by who tells it, right? <laughs> yeah. It's told by who point. has That's the power point. to tell it. That's at the end of the day, is what it is. And um, hopefully, teachers. Those great teachers, not door dress drivers like me, are <laughs> teaching uh, in a way where students evaluate sources and are asked to, hey, is this a source that you can trust or not? Why? And what happens when we take away the sources, though? Yeah. That's when it gets all gets muddled down. I think it's impossible. Like, like, to I'm do sure, like, out, yeah, not with the internet age. Like, there's always something you can find, but then it also leads to conspiracy theories because like people are gonna think like oh this is what like what we're just oh, talking about fake. You know, yeah this no this happen. is what we need to reel like JFK is coming back to life like there are like thousands of people in Texas right now that think that's happening QAnon shit like we live in a world where people believe JFK. that people can come back from the dead QAnon like, think JFK is coming back JFK Jr. Jr okay yeah um yeah no it's it's fucking crazy there are people in texas like preaching stuff they were saying at a rolling stones concert it wasn't the rolling stones (laughs) (laughs) you know i i think there's a lot of people that honestly on both sides of of the aisle um just are not thinking straightly and i and honestly i think um gosh this is going in a really controversial place but <laughs> I I I think the Rittenhouse case is a really good example of this. Okay. Because like don't get me wrong, I think what Rittenhouse did was absolutely unquestionably wrong. But I think the narrative that came out of it um was also wrong uh because he was kind of portrayed as guilty before the trial even began and he ends up getting an innocent verdict. Um, but I think there are some people that are not looking at that case in a way that makes any sense. I don't think it's so black and white that Riddenhouse should have just been locked up, throw away the key. I think it's much more complex than that. Um, and I don't think a lot of people on the left are willing to, to see that. Yeah, I'm one of them. Explain. So, so, yeah, explain. So, like, elaborate on that so we can continue. <laughs> so, from my understanding, <clears throat> Kyle Rittenhouse was driven six hours away from where he lived to go into a place uh, that was um, protesting to George during the George Floyd pro- protest, right? Or maybe it was Jacob Blake at that time. Jacob Blake. Um, and uh, got scared because people were not okay with him walking around with an, an AK. Um, and shot two people. Um, have you seen the videos? Uh, I have not. I've only seen the video of him walking with an AK up to the cops and not being assaulted at all. So here's the part that is like one. And, I, then also, I, and then uh, also, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah. And then also watching the like parts of the trial with the judge doing these things where he's like buddy buddy with the guy and then letting him pick his own jurors out of the random thing, which doesn't happen. Like I, I know it's I know it does happen like but they don't the judge is not ever like right up next to him and like n- they never let the defendant pick up pick out these things it's just like a whole trivial fucking act. So a couple things when that judge has had that practice for like 30 years whether it's a good practice or not it's not clearly. Yeah. I mean I think it's random. Like it being how could you you could I don't know if you could rig that impressive. Anyway. And I don't think it's rigged in that way. Anyway, um what's interesting about that case is one, do I think taking a gun, especially as a minor, regardless to a protest far away is a good idea. No. Is it illegal? Based on the current laws of the system. What do you think it's illegal? Um, I think he got away with it from a hunting thing. What do you mean by that? Like, cause he's a minor. Um, they threw, they threw that out. Um, yeah, uh, maybe maybe taking the gun there is illegal for a minor, but for let's say for but an they adult, said that they they use it. They use like a hunting defense, yeah. Which away. I think he should have definitely gotten charged for bringing a gun, but I don't know what that charge would be. Also, I agree he should be charged. for It's about. fucked up that the judge refused to let the people that were killed be called victims. I didn't hear this, but well, let's, that let's, did happen. Let's just, let's okay, go Let's ahead. take it like let's, case, let's let's hear your point. Let's let's take it piece by piece. Right, going there itself, if he was an adult with a gun is not illegal, which itself might be fucked up and we should probably change that. Um, But some of the people who chased him also had guns that pointed at him. We'll get to that in a second. So the first gunshot, how it all happens is somebody uh, that was not him, uh, I can't remember who it was, shoots a gun in the air, which causes a little bit of a panic. Um, Him holding his gun starts to get chased by this guy and you can see it on video gets like within like a foot of him uh rittenhouse turns around and, and shoots the guy who's charging at him is is that is that self-defense or not i think that's it's a good question by the way all the people he killed were white as well which mm-hmm. is a it's something because you know, even white people can't stand in the way of white supremacy <laughs> point that's i think that's a that's a take but point is if, if you're being charged by someone, do you have the, 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 uh, do you have the ability to defend yourself? Step uh, one um, so have you've like, you seen the video literally Rittenhouse is walking the other way and someone runs up behind him and Rittenhouse turns around and, and then that's when he shoots him when he's the guy's like maybe this far like about six inches away from him. okay. I haven't seen the video. Well, what do you but think? If, like, if, if that is the case, what do you think about that? Um, I guess, like, I guess I'd be, I don't know, I, I, I guess I'd be, uh, I guess I would say, I'd, yeah, then that's that's self defense. Okay, so after, if he has a gun and he's pointing it at him, the the other that's a different part. This this first guy doesn't. I don't think he has a gun, but he's he's like re, like right about to take take him down. Oh. He's charging him. This man from a crowd is charging him. Which there's some weird stuff with this guy. This guy was having like mental, the guy who charged him, mm. mental health issues. I Me and Anna have talked about this. Um, but either way, so the, he shoots him, then he continues on. Other people start to chase him after that. Um, and one guy hits Rittenhouse in the head with a skateboard. Rittenhouse hasn't shot at all since it. In the, in the head with a skateboard, Rittenhouse falls down other people come up to try to kick him um and they do they do kick him in the head And you can see this on video uh, another guy comes up uh with a gun points it at him and then rittenhouse shoots this guy this guy actually lives and it blows off his bicep right and he actually testified and i think this is one of the reasons rittenhouse got off because the prosecution fucked everything up but point is like i don't like should Rittenhouse be there? No. Is he a piece of shit? Probably. But with the way the events happened, is that self-defense or not? I think it's an interesting debate to have. And I don't think people have been really willing to have that debate. Um, they've just kind of written them off because of the media narrative that came out after the trial. In the trial, a lot of people talk about the judge being um, biased, which he very well might have. But the prosecution was doing things that are illegal. They were submitting evidence that was not submitted in pretrial, which is against the law. Um, and the judge was getting pissed about this. So a lot of the videos that people claim to say that the judge was being very biased, which I think he was being biased, by the way, um, are actually maybe without merit. Because the, the prosecutors fucked things up for the prosecution because they were not following the rules of law, which is interesting. Yeah, I mean, my whole thing about this, but like, you have this big strong opinion on it, and you don't do. even you don't know this shit. That's my point. Well, that's not that's not where my big strong opinion stems from, though. My big strong opinion stems from that if this was a person of color, they would not be tre- treated or handled this same way. I agree, hundred percent. Like, I I I'll, I'll admit, I don't know. I didn't. I did not know half the shit you're talking about. Um, but I've I've said from like on my Twitter and whatnot that. The only reason he's innocent is because he's white, and even though he, even if he should be innocent, the only reason he is is because he's white. Because a a black person in the same in the same scenario would not be. I agree, and And, that is fucked up. And and, and, and more importantly, maybe not more importantly, but like it's maybe less about the color of his skin, but more about the money that he can have from his attorneys, paying for them like the best attorneys in the world. And whatnot, like just more shows that the more money you have, the less laws you have to follow, and the the lighter your skin is, the less laws you have to. follow. let's pause because I agree one hundred percent with all of that. Mm -hmm. I don't believe though that that changes the case of the individual case because I don't believe that uh, because injustice is happening to one person, it should happen to somebody else, right? I I just want some bloodlust. I think the problem, right, is that we need to make sure that this. That people, like, for example, in the same state, there are women uh, who have defended themselves from being raped Mm -hmm. or uh, being assaulted and killed their offenders, and they are having a hard time winning their trials. Um, And and that's a problem. Especially women of color. But I just don't, I don't, I think it is not right to look at Rittenhouse, and again, I'm not there, I'm not on the jury. Luckily, I would not want to be in that fucking position. Um, And, and from the evidence i've seen i i feel like i shouldn't even be saying this on this podcast because of the way the culture of the world is like it, there's a reasonable argument for self defense there the jurors saw that um a lot of people in the country have seen that um and if that's the case so like i agree yeah that shouldn't happen to people of color and i will fight tooth and nail for that i support black lives matter and i have mm-hmm. but we can't just pick and choose like oh because it's not happening for them, it shouldn't happen for them either. No, it should be— Well, I think everyone should be treated the same in court. Yes. I, that, and that's so if we're going to treat black people like that, we should treat white people like that. You're looking at it the wrong way. Maybe, it should be the other maybe, way. But it should like, be the if, other way. If, it, if it's this way— It should be on the side of justice. It should be—that's what court's about. It should be—in each individual case, justice should be served. Like today, we can thankfully say that uh, um, Ahmaud Ahma Arbery's, Arbery's killers, killers are going to be put in jail. Mm-hmm. um in prison right but why should like i mean i, I again mean, this again this is all stuff that i've just heard from the media that i listened to that that decision was coming down to like a coin flip and they weren't sure when that was obviously people just tailing down a black person and killing them yeah uh, i mean that's that, that could like be why should it shouldn't be so much but harder my, my point is that like individual basis like we sh- it shouldn't be like some 17 year old kid who really fucked up by going there like should he Mm. go to jail because other people are facing an injustice like that that you know what i'm saying that's not the right way to look at things well i mean how to i don't i don't really know how to change this i don't either but i don't believe that people who don't look at all the facts should just jump on something because it's the left or it's the right i think yeah. that is dangerous i mean i've said from the beginning he's just innocent from because he's white it's he would not be innocent if he wasn't white okay for a second though i ima- understand what you're saying imagine no I- there's no race mm-hmm. there is so this is maybe a pointless exercise but like if you're just looking at what happened in the case should should that person be innocent or guilty and I understand that someone else would be guilty or been killed on the spot. I mean, spot but based on the honest. laws of our system, probably. I guess I can I can understand where you are coming from. Not that I've looked at the evidence, but I still don't think what he did. I don't think he should get off scot free from doing. Oh, I don't he either. Did. I think one, he had a illegal gun in his possession, so he okay. should be charged for that. But I'm saying a murder charge, which is what was decided on, I don't know yeah he wasn't the only one who brought a gun to that protest there was a guy who testified against him that pointed a gun at him like what are you what are you supposed to do yeah I don't know I guess Uh, that's a good note to end it (laughs) let us know what you're supposed to do everybody I'm uh Dylan Diesel Um, uh, anything you want to say? I know you don't want to promote anything uh, No, I, I will After all of that talk Let's promote Black Lives Matter Because I believe in the movement but um, Apparently Kyle Rittenhouse is a promoter of Black Lives Matter now Yeah, yeah we could talk about that I think that's all a show <laughs> That's all a phony show pictures with the former president Donald Trump but um, uh, we love y'all <laughs> Um, uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Wagella follow me on Facebook if you want I don't have any other podcasts currently uh, remember it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for you to listen to them and thank you for splitting six with us we'll be back whenever the fuck I feel like it I love you time.